0: Hi there, my name is Claudio, and whether you know me or not, welcome to my new show? Podcast? I'm not really sure what to call it. Regardless, welcome to Femboy D&D, a home for TTRPG newcomers and fans alike, where I try to make everybody feel comfortable enough to gather around a good game of collecting math rocks and telling ridiculous imaginary stories. This episode, D&D. Wait, just like... All of d and Oh, okay. I guess I'll be swinging for the fences in my first recording. Before we dive into the subject of the show, I would like a second to introduce myself in the first episode. My name is Claudio, and I'm your local fanboy D&D nerd. I've been playing d and for over 10 years now in public games, private games, online games, in-person games, Adventurers League games, and almost everywhere else. I enjoy cute aesthetics, and if it wasn't obvious enough, I was inspired to make this podcast by getting caught up in the Femboy Gimmick Account Community. While it could be easy to write off the show as another account on the list of Femboy memes, I want it to be something that I am passionate about and I feel like I can make a good impact using this platform. D&D can be really stressful for some, especially considering the stigmas around nerdy guys playing or people feeling like they need to make characters and personalities that fit a certain role. I want to help spread the message that stigmas and especially gender norms shouldn't belong in D&D and for people to express themselves happily, no matter who they are. While D&D has the typical nerdy stigma about it, there's a lot more depth to the community than you may think. At its most simplest, D&D is a game about creativity and creating an epic story in your mind. This is why there's so much appeal. If you give it a chance, D&D will be a fun game for you, because it works with your imagination. Immersing yourself into a fantastical world of dragons and wizards isn't fun because of rules or dice. It is fun because it is happening in the collective imagination of you and your friends. That's what D&D is at its core, a social game. It is a great way to interact with friends or even strangers. Nothing brings people's bond together like having imaginary characters interacting with each other and growing their bond. Anybody can play D&D however they like, and there's almost definitely a playstyle for you. Even people who hate role playing and imaginary aspects can have basically a board game, but with more options for how to interact when fighting through hordes of enemies. You may have heard of Dungeons & Dragons, or simply D&D before. Created in the 70s, and immediately faced with... Satanic implications, it has since bloomed to a cultural icon of all things nerdy. To state it plainly, D&D is a game about what is known as the theater of the mind. One player, the Dungeon Master, or DM for short, is the composer of the story that plays out in the imaginations of the rest of the players. The DM controls the setting of this game, non-player characters, stories, interactions, world-building, lore, history, rules, and so 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 much more. With all that responsibility on the shoulders of one player, what do the rest do? Well, they create player characters, or PCs. Every player gets to create one character that they control almost absolutely. PCs get dropped into the world that the DM builds for them. Together, the PCs, known as a party, interact with the world through the eyes of imagination and role-playing. They can fight with almost anything that the DM creates, create personalities and interact with non-player characters, and solve puzzles and complex dungeons that the DM presents. For players, their success at these tasks almost always comes down to rolling at least one type of die to determine whether or not they succeed at a desired action. Hence the overuse of strangely shaped dice in D&D media. Now if you are getting into playing D&D for the first time, you probably won't be jumping onto being a DM at first. In fact, you should probably play through a hearty handful of games before you swim into the deep end. Being a player really only gives you two responsibilities, which are moderated by Luck and the DM himself. Those two aspects of play are your character and how your character interacts with the world. Firstly, the character. 5th edition D&D, the current edition, at the time of upload, gives players insane options for how they want to make a character. There are plenty of classes that define what abilities a character could use to solve problems. Dozens of races, which give you plenty of fantastical options to better flavor your character and really stretch the fantasy aspects of D&D. I could talk about character creation for hours, but I will save that for later episodes. Actually making a character comes down to your character sheet. A giant list of stats and abilities and spells. Abilities and spells are pretty cut and dry to the rules. Character stats, also known as ability scores, are the numbers that are used to determine how good a character is at a certain thing, with higher numbers meaning that you are better with a given statistic. These are numbers because using them as numbers helps the players and DM have a reference for comparison, as well as being able to use dice and rules to help easily determine character capabilities. The other half of being a player is interacting with everything else in the world. This is you giving your character personality and acting as if you are them, and trying to make the same decisions that your character would make. This also includes your fellow party members especially. When you interact with something, they also have numerous options for how to modify, help, hurt, or change that interaction. This is what ultimately gives the party its personality. Many different individuals interacting with each other to create an overall personality, A big method for interacting with the world is your character's unique abilities. Various spells can charm NPCs, build new structures, curse, empower, destroy, and even... ...vicious mockery. A spell that lets you hurt people's feelings. Outside of spells, your class and background could provide you with many unique abilities to better interact with the world. Like how the Ranger class lets you track and hunt creatures. Being a player is surprisingly easy and an amazing way to get introduced to D&D. On the other hand, there's DMs. If your first D&D experience is as a DM, good luck. It's very possible, but it's a very difficult way to get into the game, and will require you to learn a lot in a short amount of time. If you are an experienced player, however, DMing can be a great outlet for the excess creativity and passion that you normally use for making characters. As a DM, not only will you have to make the non-player characters, but you have to make the world for them to live in. This world can be whatever you want it to be, from a traditional kingdom to a completely different plane of existence. Try to flesh out the world in your mind. How would things work for the people who live there? What races live in this place? How do they feel about certain ideals? While you plan out the world itself, you can't always prepare for what your players will do. You should provide them with a plot but adapt what the player characters want to do. A good rule of thumb is to have something interesting wherever your players look. Encounters are what you call the player's interactions with others. This can be a fight with monsters, talking to an NPC at the bar, or receiving a quest from a king. Try to create different personalities for all the people your players come in contact with, and try not to fall too deeply into stereotypes. One of the biggest decisions when starting a campaign is choosing whether to homebrew a setting or use a module. A module is a pre-written story that contains all the information you will need to guide your friends through an adventure. On the other hand, if you're feeling creative, you can come up with the entire world yourself and essentially write your own module. This is known as homebrew. There are pros and cons to each decision. With a module, you have concrete answers for everything and have to write very little but it can be difficult to cope with unexpected situations. On the other hand, Homebrew allows you to be creative and improvise aspects of the world on a whim, but you tend to have to write a large amount and have the world more fully fleshed out in your mind. Both options are great for DMs of all levels, so you have to figure out what works best for you and your party. Now, it is impossible to talk about D&D exclusively without acknowledging TTRPGs as a whole tabletop role-playing games are the overall category that D&D belongs to, as well as the culture surrounding D&D. 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons is largely focused on a medieval fantastical setting, but the idea of role-playing over pen and paper extends far beyond that genre of writing. Other games such as the Star Wars RPG, Mutants & Masterminds, Call of Cthulhu, and Starfinder all explore drastically different genres and have their own unique mechanics that play completely differently. Even other games such as past editions of D&D and Pathfinder explore a similar setting in a completely different way. While 5th edition D&D is likely the most noob friendly system, it is important for you and your group of everybody you are playing with to find the system that best fits them. Speaking of, The TTRPG community as a whole is extremely diverse, with many people from many different backgrounds and personalities all partaking in this great hobby. That was a major factor in my inspiration for making this podcast. I wanted to help expand that community myself. While this does create some less savory controversy of who believes who should be represented in the hobby, anybody can find their own niche group of D&D players, even in the most unlikely corners of society. So giving the community an honest shot can be a great way of getting introduced and finding great people who enjoy the game with you. Trying to fit the entirety of D&D into one podcast episode is a lot. (laughs) Well, whatever you got from this, just know that anybody can play. People just obsess over the pretty math rocks most of the time anyway. Regardless of that, I still don't think most of them are prettier than me. So thank you for listening to Femboy D&D. Shoot, I forgot. I have a D&D game five minutes ago. Uh, bye bye Thank you all sincerely for making it this far and finishing the first episode of Femboy D&D. This has been a ride in production, and I hope to get a second episode out soon enough. If you want to stay updated on that, you could follow me on Twitter at Femboy underscore d Big shout out and my deepest thanks to everybody who helped me make this. Giggles, my co-writer, Crispy, my editor, and Sam, my artist. All their links should be found somewhere in the episode or podcast description. Have a wonderful day and good luck rolling dice, y'all. I'll see you in the next one.